0: Adventurers, and welcome back to another episode of Geekly Inks Random Encounters Curse of Norhal. I'm your game master, Joshua Scalf, and with me today is Matthew Morris.
1: Ed Striker says, My name's Mark. I just wanted to hear you read this review. Have a great day. Oh, also, the podcast is pretty good. <laughs> Thank you, Ed Striker, for that five out of five review from
2: podparadise.com. Carrie Green. Hello, Jennifer.
3: Oh, <laughs> we're crossing <the> worlds. <laughs>
2: That was, a, that was a power move.
4: <laughs> Jennifer
3: Key.
5: I was not expecting
3: that.
4: that. That weirded me out so bad. I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> oh, that's right. Dear <laughs> today.
6: Tim Lanning.
4: Hey, everybody, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Hello, Jennifer.
0: Matt Sperlin. I think the real curse is 2020.
2: Mm. Oh, that's so mm. true. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, And today we would like to thank our sponsors, Red Lobster, <laughs> for sponsoring this episode with their do-garitas. Yes. do <laughs> Is better than They're you think.
2: Really so much good.
1: better than you think. I wanted to be a trashy millennial, and all I found out was flavor. <laughs>
3: yeah, it, at least four of the six of us are drinking Dugaritas right now. Just so FYI, good.
2: it's so yeah, good. Yeah, it's going up on the on the Geekly inst- Instagram. Yeah, right, what's, what's happening? We, we should we
1: should we should say that we did not go out to Red Lobster and no. make or buy no. Dugaritas. We made homemade Dugaritas based Either. on a conception of what we believe a Dugarita yes. is. Mm-hmm.
3: The essence of a Dugarita.
0: You don't really follow a recipe for It It's like garlic. You you make a Dugarita exactly. with your soul and heart. Yeah, if you
3: want, if you want to live boss you just got to make a margar a Dugarita at home according to whatever your heart tells you. <laughs> That's
0: true. Uh,
4: I saw a recipe that was basically like they essentially were making uh, Gamer cum, which is something. <laughs> okay, yes. You know you what that I, is. Do I? Nah. Uh, which is uh, reduced uh, Mountain Dew. Uh, But this is, they they did it lightly, so I guess it's technically gamer pre-cum, so instead of (laughs) turning it into, like, a slurry, uh, just kind of, like, boiling off some of the soda bits uh, to make uh, Mountain Dew syrup. Um, What, what
1: What did we call the gamer cum that was made with that, like, patriotic dew?
3: Oh, that was a different oh. one. This is all coming from a a, a time we, when a bunch of us were hanging out in a house post-GeeklyCon, and our good buddy our Josh Ehrenstrom basically made terrible out of Mountain Dew <laughs> by reducing oh. it too much. And then we tried to, like, fix it and make it into a drink. It was bad. Uh, it was very well, bad. Yeah, and then
4: just hardened. So there was it just hardened.
3: Like, we, like, put it in the freezer and, like, made, like, candy, shaved dude. ice kind of out of and, it. Anyways, so bad. I was
4: like, okay, get... Like, reduce this dew down, add tequila, add lime, and, like, simple syrup. I'm like, this is a whole deal. You don't mean to
3: reduce it? It's fine.
4: Yeah, the the bubbles of the dew are there. So what I basically did was made, and we can go around and I'll say, I basically made just a margarita with uh, a little bit more tequila um, and about the same amount and a little bit less lime because the the extreme lime flavor of Mountain Dew was going to be heavy lifting. And then I just added like about two ounces of Dew on top of a booze forward low lime margarita with triple sec instead of Cointreau because I ran out of it.
3: In mm. addition to drinking the Dew-Garita, I am also drinking coffee with... Pumpkin Bailey's creamer in it, out of a Shinji Ikari mug. So I'm ready to go today.
0: Yeah, Yeah, that mug is incredible. Party. I guess, yeah, let's go around the horn and talk about our doogaritas. Matthew, how'd you make yours? Um,
1: So I went uh, and I was going to be trashy and buy uh, the store-bought margarita mix, and they didn't have Mm. any, so I looked up how to make uh, homemade margarita mix, and then last night I made simple syrup, Mm -hmm. uh, and then I mixed it with lime juice and uh, lemon juice, and apparently that's all it is. Yeah. Uh, so I used that uh, as well as, uh, let's see, how many, I don't remember how much I made with that. Something like t- three cups of margarita mix, uh, six cups of ice, uh, a cup of tequila. I didn't use all of the margarita mix, I should say. I have over Did you put it
3: in a blender, everything uh,
1: together? I, we, got a, we got a
3: fucking Vitamix here, man. Oh, can... dog. So you've got he's got like the frozen duquerita. <laughs> oh, man. Oh,
4: man.
1: Yeah, and then we mixed it, uh, separately, I mixed it with the dew, because we didn't want to put the dew in the blender, because you don't don't want to lose the cards. Yeah,
5: yeah, that is gonna be a
1: problem. So then we, and then I, I'm drinking it with a metal straw out of an, uh, Brewery, uh, glass.
4: (laughs) The way it was meant to be used.
0: Very nice, very nice. Yeah, Josh, tell us about yours. (laughs) Mine was with your strawberry margarita mix, uh, like a couple shots of Patron, two cups of ice, blend it, add the Mountain Dew, lightly blend just a little bit more to get it all mixed up. Uh, Garnish with some Nitro Takis. You have to grind them up in a mortar and pestle. Oh, Uh, that's so good. Gets the very good sweet and spicy in there and top it off with a single Taki inside as your stirrer. Oh my God. You put a talkie inside? Yeah, no, no, I posted a picture on Twitter.
3: That is so... <laughs> is it moist? Yeah, is it like soggy, like, soggy talkie? <laughs> soggy talkie! <laughs>
0: no, they're so crunchy that, like... M- you can't. Moisture can't penetrate <laughs> that. Um, I
4: know we should probably play I a, know. a Tabletop RPG, but I want everyone out there to trust yourself and don't buy margarita mix anymore. Yeah. Buy either Triple Sec or Cointreau and buy limes, and that's all you need. And yeah. tequila, obviously.
3: Simple is really easy to make. You can just make it at home.
4: I didn't say simple syrup.
6: I feel like a little simpleton over here, and I am just drinking <laughs> rum and coke. Yeah. yeah,
4: yeah listen, it's a classic. Hey, that's that's a spin on the dude. It's Dougarita. still a soda and a liquor <laughs> together? Yeah. Um, but yeah, get yourself some uh, Cointreau or Triple Sec. It's a citrus sweet, uh, which is why when Matthew made his own, it was, you know, sugar, citri, and yada, yada, yada. Um, <laughs> citri. But you, I believe in you. The best margaritas are made homemade with fresh lime juice
0: and Cointreau. Believe it.
3: Tim's the barefoot medicine <laughs> now, telling you how to make everything at home organically.
0: Okay, so for an experience point, who wants to recap what we did last time? Is anyone? Is anyone need to level up? I'm
3: okay. I'm good. I, can I don't let think it go. I don't
1: think those of us that are level six are going to level up again. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Good Unless we
2: really, really fuck up.
4: Oh my god! I'd love to get fucked. <laughs>
3: Yeah, That's every- true. Is
4: everyone level six? Mm-hmm.
5: Yes.
4: Cool. Okay. I think I only have one XP. Is that That's what I got? I
3: am level six. Yeah, me too.
4: So here's
3: the thing. I don't have any notes from our second session last time, so I, I don't
4: totally remember how we really ended, really but remember I remember what, what we did.
3: I. Well, why don't you tell? Us? All right. So unless last- somebody else wants to,
4: last session week on uh, uh, random encounters, Corsonor Hall, Pancake Strahd... <laughs> epic uh we uh fought against the patriarchy by standing outside and by <laughs> making ourselves seen and known uh we did a lot of hijinks uh by scoping out uh Henrik Va- Vanderhorst's oh, home right. uh various people on the streets were like Get out is of he here. the old He's the coffin maker. Oh, he's
3: the coffin maker. It's it, the mayor is really old, and he has the really old, also weird wife mm-hmm.
4: that we visited earlier. Mm-hmm. But this is a different guy. Okay, mm-hmm. not the mayor. Um, and the basic gist was apparently um, Vanderhort has had the gold, and theoretically could tell us who asked Milov asked him to ask Milovage to capture boy and to steal bones. Uh after a series of trials and breaking in and dire raccoons, uh we were able oh, yeah. to oh, yeah. uh uh get into um uh Vanderhoort's home and from uh, a variety of wonderful roles and even better role play, uh maybe threatening some children here and there.
3: <laughs> Did we- Two different, like, stakeouts at houses? Like. Yeah,
4: we did two different... I, I don't remember why. Because it first was, was Milibaj's house. Yeah, because we did two front and back stakeout <laughs> zones, and then we had uh Connie and Bandit just climbing through the window. Yeah. Um But yeah, I do not remember how it ended, but I do know that he... Uh, seem to be on our side after we're like, all right, we're not going to kill your little, bro- your little brother and sister. Milibod. We Milibod. Yeah. We oh, uh,
1: discovered Doesn't a bunch he... of coffins in the upstairs of the the building, and they started opening, and there was a bunch of vampire spawn coming out. And I felt oh, a that's bag right. of bones.
4: That... Oh, yeah! Oh, a vampire or something started attacking us. <laughs> There's a vampire!
0: Yes, so to fill in some of the gaps there, <laughs> yes, you, <laughs> you confronted... <gosh. laughs> You confronted Milivage in his home at first because, I mean, he, uh, tried to kill Yeska, the altar boy for the Church of St. Andrews. Uh, you, after staking out Milivage's house at the front and back door when he tried to make a run for it with what appeared to be his younger siblings, um, you confronted him, and stopped him, some light threatening... Uh, and you gave a bunch of street meat to his young siblings to win them over, and they loved it. They love you guys. You guys are pretty <laughs> cool. You gave cool. them food. Um, and Millie Vaj admitted to you that he stole the bones from the church, believing them to just be bones, didn't really know if there was any power to them or anything like that, but he was promised believe it was 100 gold if he stole them and he roped in the Fisherman Bluto for 20 gold. I think at one point you also threw the gold at saying here's 20 gold, gave it to Melivage, not realizing that it was part of that same deal, but that's neither here <laughs> nor there. That
3: sounds like us. Yeah. Um,
0: oh. But Millie Vaj uh, told you that he was hired by Henrik Vanderhoort, the coffin maker in town. He didn't know what Henrik wanted with the bones, but that was an offer that was too good to pass up as he's the only one caring for his young mm. siblings. His parents are long dead.
6: It's hard uh, You there. go
0: to Henrik's uh, place of business. He refuses to grant you entry until all of you force your way in. Connie went in through an upstairs window with the new new and improved hulked out um, Patrick Warburton-sounding <laughs> bandit now and found the bones. And while Connie was on her way downstairs, the coffins began to open and there were a number of vampire spawns exiting the coffins. And when one was at the top of the stairs confronting you... Uh, about to charge you to get the bones. I don't believe. Remember who has the holy symbol at this point. Whoever has it, um, brandished it and sca- and like used its radiant sunlight to ward them off. But then you heard a loud crashing of glass from the coffin room. Uh, what sounded like many loud footsteps crashing through the glass and leaving the coffin shop to the streets below. Is that good? <laughs> <laughs> And so that's where we, that's where we're going to actually pick up right now. So right now it is, I remember, Connie, Mortimer. I don't remember if Ember was on the, um, Vincent was on the stairs as well. I don't remember where Ember and Roxar were at this point. Yeah, I don't. Mm.
3: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Probably like behind, uh, uh, Vincent on the stairs is, I guess. I think that's, I think that I was like, yeah, I think I was like behind. And
4: what, what is, uh, Vanderhort's? deal now like is he antagonistic to us is he sorry is he
0: so you had charmed him last time to try and get him to you know fess up and basically share his secrets he basically told you that he was you know he was forced to do it but when the vampire started waking up he screamed and ran in terror outside of the shop so currently it is All of you, plus Millie Vaj, I believe you left Millie Vaj's siblings back at home. That makes sense. And (laughs) the vampire at the top of the staircase has fled for now. So I guess what are you all doing, knowing what you now know has just happened? You do have the bones in hand still. You know, took the words right
2: out of my mouth as I start stuffing my holy symbol back in my pouch. (laughs) Perhaps we should uh, make our way to the the chapel and maybe... uh... Hopefully, turn back on the the, uh, the 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 hollow ground. Wouldn't that be nice? Let's do that.
4: Yeah, um, and maybe uh, make sure the vampires aren't doing too much murdering. Uh, and I assume we're saying this much more stressed outedly. Yeah. Because like, it seems like vampires oh, are actively probably <laughs> eating people right now. Well, vampires! Vampire.
0: <laughs> okay. So it sounds like you guys want to start making your way back towards the church. Yeah, I think so.
4: <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Are there any
0: vampire? All the vampires have left the uh, building. <laughs> uh i mean i don't know do you guys go and investigate uh the coppins upstairs we
3: probably need to right
0: yeah i think we need I think we need to split into groups though as (gasps) foolish as that can be if i may
1: make a suggestion perhaps i can ride bandit and bring the bones back to the
4: church (laughs) (laughs) because i I feel like we could go pretty quickly there yeah Yeah, that sounds good
3: paul revere and go right
4: yeah take these bones ride like the wind you fool (laughs) mortimer give me the bones Here's the bones. Thank you for the bones. <laughs> I hand Connie the bones.
3: I like this RP. <laughs> this is how you play. It feels like uh, the, like, uh, text old yellow detectives.
0: are. added to bones. I added bones to my inventory. Yes. <laughs> Connie types in lick bones just to see what happens. Uh, uh, buh, buh, buh. Smell bones. Smell bones. Oh, smell bones,
4: you're right.
3: Dance with bones.
4: Then lick bones. <laughs> do the bones make a xylophone
0: uh, noise in the back? It they starts, do, don't they?
3: Yeah, it's like starts playing spooky, <laughs> scary skeletons on xylophone.
0: Yeah, like every time I you rattle it, you just hear. Yeah, that's is true. Okay, so Connie, you've grabbed the bag of bones and you're leaving the shop now with Bandit to start making a ride back towards the chapel? Uh,
1: That is correct. And I would like to heroically have Bandit burst through the upstairs window, (laughs) leaping through like some sort of Bandito jumping through (laughs) uh, a window with a woman riding him with a sack of bones. Okay. That is so cool. That's that's the fan art I want. Like, uh, lit, lit by the moon. Yeah, that's like the <laughs>
3: coolest image I've ever held in my brain. Yeah. Dire,
1: dire raccoon.
0: You are several blocks away. On on the back of Bandit, you will get be able to get there much quicker than you would on foot. We will come back to you in just a minute. For the rest of you that are in the shop, what are you doing at the moment? I think
2: we gotta go investigate upstairs, right? It sounds about right. Um, Let's see here. Not meaty, not meaty, not meaty. Okay, I'll go up. And I start going up the stairs on my <laughs> I, I
3: Behind. ember's behind vincent i want to I'm, I'm ready i'm there to shoot a fireball if i need to i'm gonna, gonna run back.
2: out the
4: front door what let's create a third group <laughs> <Mart>. <laughs> well other will go right out there
0: uh i run with mort <laughs> wow well, okay.
4: all right that's fine
0: <laughs> okay sure
3: triple split the party
0: okay so so ember let, let's let's focus on then on ember and vincent yes. so you're gonna go investigate the i guess the coffin room yeah okay the two of you climb the remainder of the stairs and you take a left into what is the coffin room. You see a lot of woodworking tools on the walls here. Um, you can very much so tell that this was Henrik's profession. He
3: loved it. He loved making coffins.
0: Lots of raw lumber that was sitting there. All kinds of tools on the walls. There were coffins that are in the process of being made. Fully formed coffins that are there. And what you do note after just taking a quick cursory count, there are, you spot... 13 coffins that have been left open and that are now vacant. That's
2: a, that's, a, that's an that's awful lot a of camera. vampires if, the, if they are all
0: vampires. <laughs>
2: Wait. That's so many vampires.
0: <laughs> and you, you see broken glass uh, on the windows, littering a bit on the floor, uh, what you can assume being the exit that this number of vampire spawn took to Th- leave. 13
3: vampires jumped out the window. <laughs> Is that what's happening?
0: Yeah, from what you, you've been able to tell, you can infer that's what's happening, yeah. Um, so
3: we should probably go and follow where the... I mean, you think the vampires jumped out the window, right? It looks like they jumped out the window.
2: Well, okay, well, I'm gonna... Can I discern realities right, right quick? Let me just double do a do a... Do like a... a, a oh, shit. Oh, that's a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> well, that would be a four <laughs> plus three, so it's a seven.
0: That does work, so uh, you get to ask one question.
4: Forgot we're playing Dendron World. I was like, "Damn, seven so low." And oh, you're like, "Oh good. no, it's
0: good." <laughs> what here is hit? What what here is hidden? I, what am I missing? Is that one of them? Uh, what happened here recently? What is about to happen? What should I be on the lookout for? Mm. What here okay. is useful or valuable to me? Who's really in control? And what here is not what it appears to be? What
2: here is not what it appears to be? Those are all mm. good. Always a good one.
0: Mm. Okay. Okay. So, being a man of the faith and having some cursory knowledge and um magic and all of that as you investigate the room you look around the coffins you try and just discern is there anything else in here we need to be worried about you can't you kind of discern that any of these other coffins that are built they're empty what you do notice while um turning over the room right next to the door kind of hidden and tucked away you do see a glyph And when you take a closer look in the glyph and inspect it, you recognize it to be a glyph of clairvoyance. Okay. And what you can infer from this is that there's a good chance uh, somebody knows you've come into this room. Uh Uh-oh. And that whatever was in this room may not be in the room anymore. Let's go over to Mortimer and Roxar. The two of you exit the front of the building. Uh are you guys just like standing outside like keeping watch or anything? Well, if like what what are you what are you doing exactly?
4: Yeah, kind of getting the vibe if the vampires are like running away, maybe follow them with you know, does that sound about what we want to do?
0: Yeah, that sounds about right. Um but, but as we're
6: running out, uh Rockstar <laughs> is whispering to more What, more
4: what are what are we doing? Uh if there were more vampires in, on the top floor, we definitely didn't want to be there. Uh, but maybe we could uh, slow down the ones running and trying to kill them. I don't. I don't really know. I'm kind of just playing it by ear.
6: I knew you were smart.
0: As you two stand outside looking around, you hear a scream ring out in the night sky. You see many people that are working out on the streets of this town preparing for the celebration that's supposed to take place tomorrow. People hanging lanterns, putting up decorations, the usual things that you saw on your way over to here. And you'd estimate at this point it's probably about 8 o'clock at night. The dull gray sky that was above you during the day has turned into a full black sky denoting the nighttime in this weird land where time always feels confusing. Mm. You hear a piercing scream ring out. And then many of the people working on the street kind of stop what they're doing and they look around very confused. Uh, Mortimer and Roxar, you then see uh, from the top of your building a what you recognize now, as you've seen before in the basement of um, Father Donovich's church as a vampire spawn. <clears throat> and it jumps down. And when it does, it rips down one of the lanterns that you saw hanging just in few hours before. The
4: decorations. And, <laughs> no!
0: And it looks back it looks it looks back at you and hisses and the entire street is stunned upon what they see. And then it runs to the nearest building. And climbs up the side of it, almost like a spider, uh. because vampires have spider climb. They can just <laughs> climb walls. That's Ew. that's a thing I didn't know until I did research for this. <laughs> uh, and then it, it it as it reaches the top, it looks down upon everybody and throws the lantern down on the roof of the building, and it catches fire.
3: Uh, wait, I thought vampires would light fire.
0: As the building catches fire, you see, obviously would hear screaming from people that are inside. And as they run out, you see this vampire pounce on one of the people leaving the building. And begins drinking them, and there is now mass chaos on the streets. Ew. Oh no, Crody! Connie, that's me. You are, I would say, at this point about a block away. You hear this. You hear this screaming in the background. You may even hear the the building go up in blaze. Uh, I guess. What are you doing at this very part? Are you just making a beeline towards the church?
1: I don't know. Yeah, I'll just keep going.
0: Okay. As you are running, uh, there is you, you. You kind of see out of the corner of your eye. On top of a roof, what appears to be uh, the same vampire spawn with the red glowing eyes that was staring at you in the building, and it pounces down in front of you into your path. Uh, What do you do?
1: I would like to do two things. Okay. Uh, I would like to tell Bandit to uh, sick it, and uh, I would like to volley with my bow. Okay, I've got mounted combat. I don't it's not really a thing, but I feel like <laughs> that's that's where I where I deserve to be. And you can't tell me otherwise.
0: I would agree. Um, so I would say for bandit, if is bandit gun, are you telling bandit to sick it as in like attack it? Or just like keep running and try and just bowl over it.
1: Uh, attack it.
0: Attack it. Okay. And I
1: would like you. I would like you to know out loud that uh, I had a crit on my volley. Wow. Okay. That is a. That is a. <laughs> with my plus zero, that's
0: a twelve. Okay.
4: <laughs> Jesus.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say yeah, that absolutely works. You have a clear shot. You are able to pierce this thing, uh, and. Yeah, yeah. There's no drawback to that. You don't even. Live. I would
1: like you to know that because if I'm a, if if my familiar or my companion is attacking the same target I'm attacking, I add its ferocity to my damage. Okay. Oh. Uh, and Bandit's ferocity is four <laughs> because of the unnatural ally thing. So I guess what I roll a my damage is a D eight, so it's a D eight plus four. Whoa! Roll,
4: roll, roll high, bro! Roll
1: that! I really, roll I really would, I really roll would high. like to. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. How does <laughs> how does five damage do for you? You did it. Oh, what? I I rolled a one on
0: my D eight.
4: <laughs> Josh, are you allowed to re-roll if you're drink? Like, is it saying the rules? Like, if you're drinking a, a uh, Mountain it. Dew.
0: Uh, yeah, Dungeon World prophesies the Dugarita. <laughs> uh, you're So you shoot your arrow. You have a clear shot at it. But being new to riding on top of Bandit and doing bowed combat, I'm going to say rather than just piercing it through the head like you would have liked, you hit it in the shoulder. It's still a clear shot. And it reels back a bit, allowing Bandit the opportunity to pounce on this thing. And I'm going to say Bandit pins it to the ground. Okay. Uh, it is st- still underneath this thing. It is still writhing and kicking and trying to like claw and reach at you. And its eyes are still blood red, and they're focused, and it just begins to laugh. Ah. (laughs) I don't like that. And then you hear a very familiar voice. Oh, no. Uh. And it just says, oh, I don't think you're prepared for what comes next. Ah! (laughs) And it's the voice of Strahd. It's the voice of Shrad coming through this thing. Yes, it is back. And it is, (laughs) the eyes become less focused, still red. And then it goes back to its intent, trying to claw and reach up at the sack of bones that you have Close in hand. Are you going to just leave this thing down on the street and continue running? Or are you going to try and finish it off?
1: How Okay, how far am I from the church at this point?
0: I'd still say you're you're several blocks off. Like, the, the coffin shop is on the other side of town. Okay. Um, If you were to keep going, it would probably take you, I'd say, 10, 15 minutes on the back of Bandit. To get there? Jesus, Krimbus. weaving around the streets. I mean, yeah, it's it's not a a tiny little village at this point. If if I was like
1: really close, what I, my plan was just to like jump off the back and let uh, of of Bandit let him deal with the rest of uh, deal with the vampire, and I would keep going. But if we're that far away, I'm just gonna keep going.
0: I would say it's probably closer to the ten minutes if you're on top of, uh, on the back of Bandit. That's a
1: long time. <laughs>
0: That's not that long. I mean, if you're. Think about like riding a horse through a city to reach the other side of a city in ten minutes. That's really not bad,
1: right? I I, I think given the the issue the 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 time issue, yeah, like, the urgency. There we go.
0: So let's go back to our friends over at the coffin shop. So. Ember uh, Vincent the two of you have now kind of fully sussed out the room you found the glyph of clairvoyance and you have Confirmed that there's no other um, Vampires in hiding in the shop. Do you go and rejoin Mort and Roxar on the streets? I imagine also at this point you've heard the screaming and maybe even seen out um the, the one of the windows to this room that there is a blaze currently going on the streets
2: yeah I mean I think Amber would definitely go there <laughs> to see what's going on uh yeah yes uh, we, we definitely need to rejoin them and uh if Connie' is making it to the chapel, maybe we make our way to the to the tavern so that we can collect my box and other various
0: important people
2: maybe. Mm probably a good idea.
0: That is a very good point. Now, I will remind you, Irina is not with you.
3: Yeah. R- oh, no. Oh, we probably need to find wherever
2: she is. She's in the tavern. Ah!
0: Irina is not with you, Irina. I, the last place you saw Irina, she was assisting uh, Van Richten in their Richtavio, uh persona, helping out, uh, pretending to be a, a carny on the streets. Okay. That was the last place you saw them in the town square. And how
3: long ago was that, that we saw them?
0: It was a couple hours, but... Okay. Yeah.
3: But we know that I'm assuming like the area where that was happening is that near the inn we were staying in?
0: Yes, that was on the t- that was on the town square which is where the inn is.
3: Maybe we should go there.
0: <laughs> how far are we from okay. the inn?
3: Yeah, how far is that?
0: You know, if you were to make a beeline from there, I would say it would maybe take you it's about halfway to the chapel. Okay. Roughly, so I mean, all of you on foot, probably about ten minutes just to walk to walk okay. to there. Okay. The way I'm going to rule it is, Connie can get there twice as fast being on the back of Bandit. The so Dire Bandit. Just to this kind sucks. of put it in in a perspective. So I'd say it take you about ten minutes to get to the town square.
3: So we could we could because I'm assuming that rocks are more are like outside, not super far away from us. Right. So maybe we should like run by where they are and be like, "Yo, let's go back to the inn real quick to gather supplies slash try to find arena, arena and Rick
0: Tavio," quote unquote. Okay. You all, all of you, head down to the street levels. You are now seeing the chaos. You see a uh, fully bled out villager on the streets, uh, and you maybe even catch the the tail end of a vampire spawn jumping back up, climbing onto on top of the building. Uh, and right now, these streets are utter and complete chaos. And earlier, Uh, sorry,
3: you said, you mentioned Strahd talking. Is he, like, physically there, or did we just hear his voice?
0: Uh, Connie just heard his voice. We
3: don't know that, though.
0: You don't know that. Yes. Okay. Um, Connie heard that voice just through, um, the vampire spawn that they had pounced on top of. Uh, so I guess you relay that information and your thoughts about Irina to Roxar and Mortimer. Roxar, Mortimer, Amber, Vincent, what do you all do?
3: I mean, I think we should go back to the inn. We need to warn Irina. Okay. I mean, obviously some shit is going down right now. Vincent's
2: already booking it that
4: way. <laughs> all, all right, let's go. Let's yeah, go. get, get in the, <laughs> the fuck out of here. It sounds like a good idea. And then I'm like, sorry, guy. Uh, I think he's
3: gone already, so you oh. know,
4: what are you going to do? Does he have any rings
0: on?
3: More trying to steal. It, he's <laughs> trying to fucking lose that buddy in, in the middle of a
2: freaking crisis. I'm a naughty guy.
0: I guess roll slide of van. Yay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my God. Oh he my rolled God. so good.
4: I rolled two sixes, and I I don't know what my slide it's of It's plus decks for tricks of the truth. I mean, he's got to be like high. Yeah, all right.
0: Bro. So that is a 15. Yeah, you you're pretty much doing it in passing. Like everybody's running by, and then you like get into a low crouch, or, like still like side shuffling, like crap shuffling, going through their pockets. Yeah, and you steal his wallet. You, you, you wow. steal this, this dude's wallet, uh, and let's say it has ten gold in it. Sure, yes. sure. It's yes. fi- you find ten gold in it, and there's also a picture of his family. Yes,
4: I can sell this.
0: Oh, no. As all of you are running on the streets. You then see a couple more vampire spawn take down some villagers that are running and screaming in terror, confused as to what's happening. Most people in this town have not seen something like this happen because as the town lives by, Strahd hasn't been here in 100 years. Uh This was supposed to be a safe town. Uh, Josh,
4: in in, in a less of a joke way, but with one of these dead bodies, can I fill up one of my vials with with, uh, one of the dead people's blood?
0: Yeah, you absolutely can do that really quick. I, I imagine like there's probably a small pool of it on the ground next to their body that you can just go like, ahead oh, and scoop up. That's free blood. Vincent
2: will shout out to the people. I'll, I'll, I'll be like, get inside and put a do not disturb sign on your door. Va- that <laughs> vampires cannot enter if you have a do not disturb sign upon <laughs> your door. Do not let them in. Do not. Uh,
0: Vincent, spout spout lore real quick. Yeah.
2: Rub milk on your door. Oh, 11 on the dice. Jesus, we're rolling so good.
0: <laughs> hey, hey, Vincent, you yeah. do know that to absolutely be one hundred percent true, vampires yes! cannot enter a residence wow! uninvited. You also do infer probably why he set the building on fire. Uh, <laughs> oh,
4: that's smart. He's a smart vampire. Well, as long
0: as you can. <laughs> That is something you do know for a fact though that it the being inside is one of the safest things. But you do see two of these spawn pounce upon people and they are um very desperately trying to fight them off okay. before being drained. What do you all do? Do you do you stop and, and, and assist these people or do you keep running? Absolutely not.
4: What? Really? We
3: gotta go, man. Uh, yeah, but I think Ember would I think Ember would try. I think they would feel bad.
4: I would freaking push a vampire in um,
3: um shit. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think. What is the best? Th- okay. So you said there's two different vampire spawn that are attacking people. Are they close together?
0: Let's say yes. Yeah. Let's just say that they're 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 somewhat adjacent to each other. Maybe five or six feet apart. They just happen to take down a couple people that were running a, a, are the, away. Are
3: the people alive still?
0: Uh, they are in the, they are trying to fight them off. They're kind of doing the thing where they're trying to push them, pushing the zombie off that's about to bite them oh, in God. the neck, okay, ca- th- that what classic I'm, look.
3: I guess the reason I'm asking is oh, that because I'm pondering doing fireball, which, <laughs> which the, the uh, 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 the description of the spell says... Uh, A ball of flame that envelops your target and everyone nearby. So. So, Is that maybe a bad idea? (laughs) But uh, isn't fire good against vampires?
2: they they won't be drained of blood. It would cauterize the wounds in a way. (laughs) You would put them out of their misery. Um, I could turn undead again. That worked so well last time. Yeah. Because
3: I could do that. Just point
2: Vincent at everybody.
3: Uh, Yeah, I'm trying to think what other. Because again, I feel like Amber would try to want to help the situation I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. Do, I'm gonna do fireball. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna yeah, do, do fireball. It. Okay. I, I'm gonna yeah, fucking try it, and we'll see if what you happens. Get some
4: collateral damage. I what's mean, the worst listen, thing that it's happen?
3: it's better than being drained by a vampire, so right? True.
4: Everyone always be. says burning to death is the best way to go. It's good.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm scared.
4: Definitely not the scariest way to die. Um.
3: So I got an eleven.
0: You got an eleven. Okay. So with that. I was going to give you a minus one since you're trying to kind of spell right. snipe them yeah, yeah, and do yeah. that. But even with a minus one, you successfully cast this spell. I'm going to say you are able to position it in such a way that you blast. You know, you kind of position yourself to get these two in a row yeah, and I like you cra- blast I like your portal. Crouch hurdle.
3: down <laughs> into yeah. it like at an angle that it, it's only it's going fully horizontal and just to the vampire's spawn
0: love it you hit you hit these two things you actually cr- it crashes into the first one which blows them back and the fireball is carrying that one and it crashes into the other one and then they crash into a nearby building yes um I get to go get ahead damaged- and roll your damage yeah yes, you okay. do. and the building catches on fire and everyone there's like i guess I go." Outside. it does catch on fire we'll cover that in a second
2: <laughs> and, and they weren't invited into the building so they turned to dust oh, oh that's just good science
3: I, I oh i got a five <laughs> not my best you damage. got a
0: five okay that that still singes them though. Yeah. Uh, fire damage is very good against mm. undead, especially. Yes. Um And the the two people that are on the streets, um, they they get up and they frantically start running. Before I ask what Roxar is doing, because I have to know what Roxar is doing. <laughs> um, Vincent, I meant to ask you roll a parlay mm. since you're yelling at people to try to get them to go in their houses.
2: Uh, what? It's gonna be charisma.
0: Plus charisma. Nine total. Uh, On a nine. It says they need some concrete assurance of your promise with the rules here. I don't know. Do you want to shout out, like, I'm a doctor or something? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. I'm a doctor! (laughs) Oh, and then that, yeah, that gets people. They're like, oh, okay. Uh, And then they start running. They they do start trying to make their way home, uh, and they run inside, and it actually clears out the streets a little bit. People are trying to make their way, like, down alleyways to get to homes, not on the open streets right now. But... Ember has caused a small blaze at another building, and you look behind you as you hear the (laughs) blaze from the first building that was on fire uh, starting to spread to other nearby buildings. Many of the town guards are, you know, desperately, futilely trying to put the fire out while also dealing with a panicked populace and screaming people. You do hear screams from other parts of the city. Uh, It's it's pandemonium around you. Mm. Roxar, what are you doing throughout all this?
6: Uh, Roxar. Is, is attempting to use uh, a character trait he pretty much never uses. Uh, but it's maybe useful here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, he wants the, the building to stop burning, which is a, a weird uh, experience for him.
3: I've never felt this feeling before.
6: <laughs> but the only way he knows how to get things to stop burning is just to move the flames from the thing that's burning to something else.
0: You're going to fire bend, huh? Going to fire bend.
6: <gasps> <laughs>
0: so this is Zuko this style. This is Zuko for those style. Familiar. It
3: really is just called Zuko style, which it's is so funny. It's literally called
0: Zuko style. Uh what are you going to try to move the fire to? <laughs> a vampire.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Strahd's ass.
0: <laughs> what
6: targets are close beside buildings? They're like like a patch of grass or something. Like something on the ground that in theory Someone else could handle So, like a
1: child or something.
6: Yeah.
0: Yeah. What, what are the, what are the ground options? The ground (laughs) options, the, the town streets are kind of a rough cobblestone. There are maybe some small patches uh, of grass, you know, between the houses. Uh, You maybe see some very small backyards for maybe like the family. I don't know. Pig to (laughs) to eat and nibble on. Kill pig. Um, I don't know if there's something specific you're hoping for, have in mind. Let me hear it. Maybe we can work okay. something out. Uh,
6: this was my idea in my head and seeing my role. It, it is just as dumb as it is in my head. <laughs> uh-huh. Roxar is, is trying to move bits of fire to the small patches of grass. Clearly he, he can't move that many flames at once. And there's <laughs> probably more fire than there is grass. Uh, but he, like me, had not thought all the
0: way through this before he acted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So before you reveal your role, I want you to describe what Roxar looks like bending this flame. Like, what are Ooh. your forms looking like? Is it elegant? Like, give give us a description.
6: Uh, here. No, it it is not elegant. I I imagine it is <laughs> like uh like the baby in the Mandalorian trying to use the Force for the first time. Oh. And but then like his whole body is shaking trying to do this.
4: <laughs> I love it.
6: Okay, and then what did you roll? Uh, let's see. this this is plus wisdom. Oh, that's st- okay. All right. Whew. that is just within. Okay, I got a seven. There you
0: go. Okay, so yeah, if you had failed, that was gonna go catastrophically bad. <laughs> but fortunately, you didn't. <laughs> you see, rocks are. Try and control the flames and you actually do see like, you know, what's what is starting to become a blaze actually you see subside slightly and like Motes of fire are kind of like almost spitting off the building like a picture like what a volcano kind of looks like obviously on a much smaller scale, but it's like spurts of it are falling off of the building and onto the patches of grass and it's actually slowing the burning quite a bit um you don't think it's going to work permanently it's definitely you know eventually the fire on the grass will find something else to burn but you (laughs) think you may have allowed it to subside for the moment
3: like slow enough that maybe people could start to try to put it out certainly easier to reach that's for sure
0: absolutely (laughs) um let's go back over to connie so connie you have left behind (laughs) the vampire spawn in the streets and you are running. And I'm going to say at this point, you are probably starting to come upon the town square. And it is just as much, if not more, pandemonium due to the concentration of people uh, than before. Uh, you are running through. You see uh, Van Richten. They have dropped their disguise of Rictavio, Metalleg and all. You see her with her ha- hair tied back, rapier in hand, as she is actually fighting off Two Vampire Spawn as they uh, both have piercing red eyes and Ooh. she is defending Irina. Irina is positioned right behind uh, Van Richten. And on the other side of Van Richten, for the first time, you actually see the saber-toothed tiger that they have outside of the cage, positioning ah. itself between Irina and another Vampire Spawn. Whoa. And as you start to come into the town square, Van Richten... Uh, for the briefest of moments trying to not lose focus on the fight at hand looks puzzled and says so what happened to that uh gesturing with his with her offhand to uh the enlarged bandit that you currently ride on
1: (laughs) this is the power of friendship and then i want him to like rear up Rear up, yeah, rear. rear. Yeah. Except it's yeah, yeah, except yeah. it's a big record, so he's got these big like hands. <laughs> yeah,
5: his little paws. He <laughs> got a little,
4: grabby, little grabby, grabby babies. hands. <laughs> I love it.
0: Oh okay, then I'll take your word for it. Did you get the bones? And while she's doing this, like Van Richten is like expert like expert fencer level, holding these uh, vampire spawn back.
1: Uh, yes, we're going back to the church now. And uh, I say, should I take Irina with me?
0: I think that might be the best idea. Get her to somewhere safely. We have this taken care of here. Don't you worry. Irina, take my hand. Irina <laughs> takes your hand and jumps on the back, and she's terrified. This
3: is so romantic. <laughs> Come with me in my direction. I, 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 can... I,
1: I, <laughs> I swing her like some sort of swashbuckler onto the back of Bandit. Wow. And then I, I I put the heels to Bandit.
0: Yeah, you put the heels to Bandit, and Bandit—it's it, almost kind of like uh, like car wheels spinning out. Like Bandit runs in place for a <laughs> yes, second before yes, catching yes. traction. Cobblestones, yeah, and takes off down the street uh to, toward where you know the church to be. I look, uh, I
1: look, I I I take the hair tie out of my hair and, uh, and let my hair go, and I look wow. over my shoulder at Van Richten,
4: uh, and I say, "Good luck." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but are you still wearing your hat? So is it still light, like not as luxurious, mm-hmm. but... <laughs> no, it's, you know how it is. You take the hair tie out and the hair is free yeah, yeah. and it's suddenly yeah. like twice
1: as big.
3: Yes. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, this is this is very romantic, and
0: I love it. I love it. I was gonna say, like when when Irina grabbed Connie's hand, was there like a, a moment where it felt like the world froze? Like you felt that yeah, spark. Yeah, it's,
1: it's definitely the the intense look in uh, in Connie's eyes as she looks at Irina, and Irina sees wow. it. And it's like it's like the. She's looking up at at uh, Connie and the sun, or the sun, the moon's in the background. Like, uh. <laughs> and all Connie sees when she looks at Irina, she's like, she's she's definitely like focused on like the mission at hand, but also she sees like the reflection of the moon in Irina's eyes. Damn,
0: beautiful. That's some anime shit, kind of uh, between buildings and just listening. You're starting to see that some blazes are starting to break out over different parts of the town. You're hearing screaming coming from basically every direction. You can't tell if it's people being attacked or Mm. people just scared and not knowing what's happening. Uh, And as you are riding on the back of Bandit, frantically trying to make your way back, Irina just (laughs) just whispers to you, did we do this? Was this our fault coming here?
1: No, but we're here to stop it. Then she puts on her sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they actually just they fall out of the sky like on your <laughs> Deal with
5: it. Meme <laughs> 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 The
0: sunglasses <laughs> sky- goes up in flames,
4: and you are able to capture them.
0: As you say that, to Irina, in the blink of an eye, from a nearby alleyway, uh, a vampire spawn charges, at you on it, and tries to just ram it as fast as it can, broadside with its shoulder, and attempts to knock the two of you off. Roll Defy Danger if you're going to try and just power through this. Oh my gosh. What, 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 what would be the other option?
1: I w- I want, I want the reverse shoulder check from Bandit. <laughs>
0: Ooh. It would be, to power through, it would be a strength. If you wanted to try and get use Bandit to nimbly get out of the way, you could do dex. Or if you wanted Bandit to just try and take the hit and keep going, Damn. it would be con. Or if you just want Bandit to take it and square off against this thing to look cool for Irina, you could do that as <gasps> well.
5: <laughs>
1: um, would this count as something trying to interfere with me? I would say so. Uh-oh. Cool. All right. I'm going to, someone interferes with you, roll... Add instinct to their roll. Okay. Uh, so roll, roll plus bond. Oh, do I? I can we arguably say we have a bond with Irina?
0: I would say so. Yes.
1: Or I have a bond with Bandit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, that's a really good roll. I want you to know that out loud. Um, <laughs> Some good bondage. <laughs> well, I rolled a ten on the dice plus, That's great. Plus one for the bond is eleven. Plus instinct is 13. Whoa. But I don't know what that really does.
0: <laughs> uh, well, I mean, whatever you want to do, you, you set out and do it.
3: Fucking explodes the vampire.
0: <laughs> I mean, this thing definitely tries to hit you and, f- and fail spectacularly. Like, it almost bounces off of Bandit. Are you going to stop at all and try to deal with it? Or are you just going to keep running?
1: For, for, for fl- I'm going to keep running, but for the effect... Like bandit shoulder checks it and and Connie like puts a boot to like its jaw and you see like a, a single oh. canine fly out of its its Ooh. mouth. Oh,
0: that's so cool! Oh, and it goes it goes slow mo. Oh, and yeah, sick! Yeah.
4: Put your put your 3D glasses. And on. And Arena's like <gasps> gasp.
0: He's covered in blood. Okay, let's focus back on the rest of the party. All of you are making your way through the streets. It is still somewhat chaotic. Um, you have not seen a vampire. In a couple of minutes, um, people are trying to make their way off of the streets and get into their homes. Um, What homes that are ablaze people are attempting to put out and stop some of the blazes. You see a lot of guards uh, rushing uh, kind of along with you towards the town square. And then uh, a very, very loud clap of thunder breaks out. Ah. Uh, And you see a lightning tearing across the sky. And then you just hear a very loud, <laughs> uh, and you see in the sky a flaming horse uh, circling above the town as it comes out from behind a black cloud and a black carriage dragged behind, pulled behind it as it flies through the sky and starts circling the town. And you see the door of the carriage open, and you recognize my friend and yours, uh, old pancake ass Strahd. Oh, uh, no, as it stands Vampire there,
2: Santa Claus, <laughs> flying
0: Let's hear him the
4: sky.
2: Out. uh, Josh, can I go to a voting booth and
4: vote him out uh, just to pass a quick measure to say he, no, you, sir, are not welcome here?
0: <laughs> yeah, and you know, it's ridiculous too because Ismark. I mean, Strahd said he would never try and enact chaos on an election year. <laughs> he but fucking here promised. Here he is. <laughs> he promised. Anyway, um, he is laughing, uh, a loud, booming voice. He's, he's made it echo so the entire town can hear. And what people are on the streets, they stop and they ju- just stare up aghast at what they're currently seeing. And in a booming voice, he says... My friends of Valaki, let's make this a beautiful night to remember. And then he opens his <gasps> arm and fireballs just rain no! from his hands and coat and just start just shooting out across oh, the town. God. Josh, uh, <sighs>
4: these are our friends and fish restaurants.
0: <laughs> As you start approaching the town square, you can see it. It's ahead of you. You do see, fortunately, many of the buildings here are not on fire. Crabby catfish is still is still doing well. You actually see, yeah, sure, fuck it, let's do it for the joke. You see some people inside still carrying trays and all of that, carrying around hush puppies and you know people, <laughs> you know, got it's a living.
1: People inside are terrified and screaming, but still stuffing their faces. Oh
6: God!
0: Oh. <laughs> I mean, what better way to go out right. than eating the best fried catfish, Red Lobster? Everybody, uh. do the do. Sponsored by do Red Lobster, do the do. do, the do. Um. All of you see, as you are approaching the town square, you see Van Richten and their saber-toothed tiger fighting off uh, now five vampire spawn that are starting to circle them. You see some guards trying to get into the mix and and pull some of them off, but they're getting just slashed down with their claws just as, as quickly as they go up. Uh, what do you all do? As you're now seeing this chaos, you've seen Strahd rain fire from the sky pandemonium the town is now burning um what do you do
2: uh um how close am i to the inn at this point
0: uh you're at let's say you guys are entering the town square right now
2: okay is the inn on fire
0: the inn is not on fire that's
2: good because you need to go get like supplies in there right yeah i I run upstairs and immediately (laughs) go after my box
0: Yeah, Vincent, okay, Vincent just breaks off from the group and (laughs) runs over to the inn. Um, It's going to take a few minutes to start doing that. The rest of you, what are you doing while Vincent does this?
3: Okay, so Stroud is raining down fire from the sky, but there are vampires in the square right now that could theoretically be dealt with.
4: I want to throw a dagger at a
0: vampire. Thank you.
3: Is it made of wood? (laughs) No.
0: But hey, you got to do something. Guess go ahead and do that. Roll. I guess that would be a volley, so yeah. Go ahead and roll plus dex.
4: Okay, I will. Let me use my new Rime of the Frostmaiden dice. Okay.
0: Nine on the dice plus three, eleven. You, you throw this dagger and you nail... The vampire spawn in the back of the head. Uh, it, it was the one right in front of Van Richten that she was currently fencing and trying to fend off. Yay, uh, yeah. Go ahead and roll damage.
4: Yay. And that's just it's uh, a D8 for everything, right? It doesn't change? D8. Correct. Uh, what up? This is how you do it, Matthew. I got an eight.
0: Okay. You pierce this thing and it actually hits this vampire in the back of the head. And when it does, it stops for a second and then just drops to its knees and crumples back. Ooh. Ha-ha. Uh, Van Richten, looking very uh, slightly bloodied, very exhausted, sweaty, tired, oh. um, says, Well, you are Cypher Soul
4: <laughs> I just give it a wink and a thumbs up.
0: Your friend came through just a little while ago. She grabbed Irina and took her to the church. Who? <laughs> We're still joke. Oh my god. I, I, I think we can drop I think we can drop the ruse at this point. <laughs> Considering the concentration that were around them and me, I'm pretty sure you know who knows who and where we are.
4: Yeah, uh he's up in the sky shooting fireballs. Who yeah,
2: uh, oh is that th-
0: who is that who that was? Oh, yeah. I thought they sounded familiar. <laughs> uh,
2: I thought it was Santa Claus Satan.
0: <laughs> and again, Van Richten this entire time, not taking a beat off of fencing and sword fighting. Perfect form yeah. the entire time. Damn, it's
2: cool.
4: That's so cool. Uh, how high in the air is Strahd?
0: 20, 30 feet? Like, pretty high. Yeah, you know, high. enough clearance above the top of the buildings.
4: wonder if, uh, Vincent used the raven amulet again, if that would, would help. Ooh.
0: I would have to, uh, let me pull that up to see what the radius on that was. Like
2: skedaddles! Get out of here! Scoot out of here! You gone,
0: douchebag. I did not put a distance on that, uh... Aha, uh-huh.
2: uh-huh. Forever.
0: <laughs> i would say you know maybe roughly within 30 feet it's it's almost it's like a dome out front that's radiating out from it mm. um it's not like it fills the entire world with light but a a pretty good radius i would say uh mm. 30 feet maybe too much actually 30 feet is a little broken uh i'm gonna say within maybe 10 feet 10 feet mm. seems like a, a pretty good radius to protect you and anyone holding it mm. so
3: we could theoretically like all scoot together and like walk with that to keep our little group safe if we went to the church but then we were leaving everyone in the square to defend
4: yeah. themselves I mean, <laughs> we, uh, we, the goal is to get to the
0: church we've got to get
3: a, that's, if that's we waste right, time everyone, fighting
0: everybody more the needs of the
3: mini we, yeah, have, to, we exactly. have to think about it in this way
0: okay so you guys are choosing to you, you want to leave this to van richten uh, and Tiger, and you, you would just want to focus on getting to the church then. Even better, ha- have them abandon this area oh. and come with
3: us. I was sort of thinking of them coming with us, but... Yeah.
4: I mean, like, Listen, we have to get these bones How many there. people
2: can we fit into a 10-foot radius?
4: <laughs> <laughs> we have to get these bones here. People, No matter what, people are going to die. So if we can get the bones there, hopefully Connie is at there, but we need to be able to back her up in case anything bad happens. Who cares how many people are going to die everyone's going to die if this doesn't happen uh,
0: i hate i hate your logic but i can't find much fault in it she actually she she takes a um a, a strong repost against one of the vampires directly mm. in front of her and ends up slicing its head off and she says okay i'm with you then let's go
3: and the
4: faster we do it the more people we can save so yeah. let's go are there any other vampires in this no i'm gonna i'm gonna save my my jar
0: did we ditch Milivage? Uh, Millie Vaj, oh, yeah, I forgot to mention, yeah, as you, like, exited the coffin shop, he's, he, he ran back to his home to okay. get to his siblings. Yeah. That makes I sense. meant to mention that, but that is, that is canonically what I was having him do, because he, he would not go anywhere without them. Yeah. Considering yeah. what's currently happening. Cool. Okay. So you guys turn, and you start running down the street to get to the Church of St. Andrew. I, I definitely
3: imagine us like, running in a group like Scooby-Doo, like.
0: Ah! <laughs> Connie. You and Irina, after trudging through the streets and shrugging off a surprise attack from one of the vampire spawn, finally find yourselves on the doorstep of the church. You burst in and you see um, what uh, Father Lucian. You mm. see Father Lucian sitting there, holding a rosary, just kind of kneeling in the middle of the floor, praying. And he sees you run and he says, "Oh, oh, thank goodness!" Is that them? I, and he's he's gesturing to the, the the large sack that you hold in front of you. I would
1: love that the man of God looks for the sack of bones before he notices the giant, terrifying, dire <laughs> raccoon burst through his church <laughs> it's door. It's been a day.
0: I assume I assume that's your friend.
1: Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it's Bandit. Uh, yes, these these are they. <laughs> I'm here to return them to their rightful place
0: quickly thank you I, as, he, as I he's, as he's th-
1: doing that uh, Connie's already like halfway through the room like heading to the altar
0: okay and Father Lucian he, he's offering to take them he's like I, I will begin the ritual it will take a few minutes in order for for, for the hallowed ground to be reconsecrated but I just, I just need time crap
1: don't worry we'll defend you okay we've got this
0: he, ta- he takes the, the, the sack of bones, he pulls the altar aside, revealing the secret, you know, entrance down into the crypt below, and he disappears down the ladder. And after a few moments, you hear the xylophone comical clattering of bones upon what you assume is a, either a gravestone or an altar. Um and then you you hear murmuring from below.
4: That's what bones sound like. Yeah, canonically. Yeah.
0: They do canonically sound like xylophones. I've played Castlevania.
1: <laughs> Josh, as a skeptic and actual defender, I realize that per- perhaps it is better for me to be down uh where nearer to the, the the place where Father Lucian Father Lucian is just in case there's some sort of like Downstairs back door. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Word Our window. Oh, he's
3: totally gonna get eaten by something if yeah, you leave man. him alone down there.
1: Because I know, as I know, as soon as the xylophone stops, it's over. That's and classic. Despite, <laughs> despite, That's despite classic me having shit. some cleric blood in me, I don't know that I got that skill. Gotcha. Actually, I mean, I do.
4: I could. I
0: could cast. Yeah. Okay, okay. You. You can go ahead and climb down the ladder. And uh, you. I, I, do you like bring Irina down with you? Yeah, she's you? not
1: staying by herself. Okay.
0: Okay. I I figured just want to confirm. And let's say maybe you are, uh, it would be like father Lucian at the altar in the very back. And you see a faint glowing, uh, coming from where he is as he's praying and holding his rosary, Irina between you and, and him. And then you standing kind of at the, at the base of the ladder,
1: Definitely Bandit would be at the base of the ladder and I would be closer to where Irina is.
0: Okay. As you are standing down there a couple of minutes go by and then you start to hear the breaking of glass and the familiar sound of uh, Vampire Spawn, they're attempting to bang on the doors. I'm going to go ahead and say that... If Father Lucian was going to go downstairs, we didn't say it, but I think it's very safe to assume he probably shut the door and barred it and locked yeah. it and all of that. Uh,
4: but isn't the church his house? And ha- So how are they able to get in? Also, it's the house of God. It's God's house. So they'd have to ask God. It's not a
0: consecrated house of God at the moment. Yeah, it's all
4: yeah but if they now. can't go into a house without being invited.
1: Tim, they lost this... the love of God, okay? We're trying to bring God back to this house.
0: <laughs> Here's the thing. Tim is actually very right. I, 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 I forgot about that. They they actually can't enter. You Ooh. do hear w- what I will say. You do hear the breaking of glass, and you do hear the like the the stomping and, and cluttering sounds of things on the roof. <laughs> There's angrily stomping on the roof. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: just marching back and forth. Yes. Yeah, they, they absolutely did not go in. Tim Tim is right on that. But they you do hear them. Um, can't quite make out how many, but you do hear multiple figures are outside of this building. Um, I don't know. You're not quite sure what they're doing, but you hear them. How about this? How about this? How about this? Legally,
4: I go to the uh, mayor's house. I know this is going to take a long time, but whatever. <laughs> okay. I buy the town. And then I convert it to with a notary into being my house. Therefore, I say get out of my house, and I gesture. <laughs> I don't
3: know. If that's and you, you take down
1: all of the posters and say, "You are welcome to come to
4: this town yes, for the festival." Please, <laughs> vampires uh, respect zoning laws so much; it's in their blood.
0: That is sending me. Like just down the rabbit hole of thought train, where get off my planet. What are the limits of that? <laughs> yeah, like what? I... What can you call your home right, that yeah. makes like vampires yeah. like? I th- in my mind, like they could burst into
4: parts of the church. But anywhere that uh, the priest has accidentally fallen asleep <laughs> is like, ah, why can't I stand here? This feels
3: this feels like it should be a plot line in what we do in the shadows. <laughs> yeah,
0: it absolutely and does. And I feel
3: like kind of partially. Well, it is, is in the it movie.
4: Is it in the oil well, Because they in the movie at least when they. They have to be asked to be invited into the club, right? And, and uh, yeah,
1: it's it's the real reason why Elon wa- Musk wants to go to Mars so he can own Mars so the vampires can't go to Mars. Mm,
0: that's so
4: Whoa,
1: true oh, That subject. makes sense. That makes sense. That's so true. Mars
0: is my house and it's safe from vampires the, now. The,
1: pro- the problem is he's going to be like the company from Doom and he's going to open a portal to hell and you know and yeah. demons don't have the same. Oh, rules.
3: No.
4: Turns out the vampires were saving us from a far worse threat wow. coming this summer. <laughs>
5: Mars
3: is my house, and there are no vampires. (laughs) By Elon Musk.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Getting musky with it. This
3: is a million dollar idea.
0: We're fucking wiling out on doogaritas tonight.
4: Yeah. The sequel to Ghost of Mars, Vampire of Mars. (laughs) Princess
3: of Mars, Vampire (laughs) of Mars. Anyway, we have fun here.
0: The rest of you, you are making your way down the street. Can we go down like alleyways instead? Be safe. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. You guys can make your way down alleyways.
4: Check this out. I'm a thief. Let's run this way.
3: Okay.
0: Do you have like a streetwise ability of sorts? I'm dragging my box at this point.
3: <laughs> yeah, do you need Vincent? Do you need help carrying your box? I don't think I realized how big okay. your box was.
0: Yeah, I was going to. Yeah, Vincent. So it's a big, heavy box. I was thinking like I'm... a
2: small box, but like a, it's like a, 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 a chest uh well first i make sure all the contents are in there first things yes first.
0: I, I am so sorry we we, we forgot to resolve there that there's so many yeah. things happening so sorry yeah you make sure yeah yeah the contents are all in there contents of your right. box okay, good. Yeah, everything's safely in there all right yeah now now i'm dragging the box out of the inn, and i'm like okay let's go you're gonna i'm gonna say this you are gonna drag behind the group a little bit it's a big heavy <laughs> fucking box on a on a sh- on a string that you're wait, just wait gonna
5: wait
3: wait. I have an idea. I, I can I, I could cast unseen servant to help carry it.
0: Oh yeah, that would oh, actually. Oh, that oh, would I'm actually- gonna
2: do that. <laughs> you do that. Yeah. You do that, and and to help with the load. Is there any dead corpses around? I'm assuming <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I will <laughs> cast anime dead on that. And they can carry it halfsies. Boom! So,
0: We're faster <laughs> now! Take
2: that! <laughs> so both of
0: you make your cast to spell rolls.
2: Yeah, Yay! I got a 10! I got 11 plus 3, so I'm good. <laughs> okay,
0: so an unseen servant picks up the slack of the rope that... Um, Vincent was carrying, you, you see Vincent, you know, it, it lift out of Vincent's hand and then starts to be pulled along. And then, uh, Vincent, you hold out your holy symbol and you see, uh, one of the corpses on the street just oh, rise God. up ah! and it, it just kind of shuffles over to the <laughs> oh, box and then lift it up. Grandma, and then no! they just start running along with you. <laughs> Thank you, friend. You, you're, you're, you're so helpful. Thank you so much. Jesus Uh, Rockstar I'm curious what how are you responding to seeing fire rain from the sky (laughs) and I guess seeing all of the fighting and the combat like how's Rockstar dealing with this
6: I feel like Rockstar is like this is this is his time to shine other than there's no like place to put this fire there's just a lot of fire but he feels like he can do something about it so he's you know he's still trying to Zuko style around and try to reduce the impacts of this fire I feel like he's probably not being very effective, but if you would like me to roll and see how this is going, I will happily give you some numbers.
0: I think so. I think go ahead and try to roll. If you're trying to bend it and prevent some of the damage that's happening to these buildings and mitigate as much as you can, I think that'd be very, fair for you to try and see what you can do with that. That's an eight. <laughs> Roxar is very good at temporarily helping. I mean, it's a raging blaze. <laughs> so, I mean thematically that fits it's it's still a raging blaze you're able to transfer it to some of the patches of grass around town uh like let's say at the town square it was the festival of the blazing sun tomorrow uh let's actually go ahead and say this um it's canceled you, you are able to
6: <laughs> might Postponed. be you don't know uh, you, to August. you're
0: able to channel some of the fire away from one of the buildings and it transfers over to the pyre that was in the in the town Woo-hoo! square and it, it's, it uh, lights a blaze. You think it might be a little bit temporary before it maybe spreads a bit further and you don't have control over it. But for the very moment, the fire is out. Yay! Well, nice! Well, one of the fires is out. You're able to stop some of the buildings around you from burning. Perfect. As you guys are heading down the streets with a zombie and a ghost man carrying a box, <laughs> making your way, uh, as you go down the alleyways, kind of twisting and turning, uh, it starts to get eerily calm around you you're hearing a a little bit less screaming sick might be a bit muffled just because you're in the alleyways you can't entirely be sure um but it's you're also noticing that you guys haven't been harried in a few Mm. minutes like you're you're not seeing anything you haven't Yeah, it's a little quiet. A little too quiet? A
3: little too quiet, if you ask me.
0: Connie, as you are down in the basement of this building, you actually suddenly hear the clomping on the roof and all of the the scratching on the walls outside of you and the broken windows. You hear that stop. The rest of you, as you cross out from the alleyway where you are and onto the street in front of where you finally made it to the church, you see a flaming horse and a black carriage and... Six vampire spawn oh. all standing, uh, 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 on three on three, either side of the door. There, oh, no. and the door opens and out steps, uh, my friend and yours, ah. Strahd. This bitch, and he looks at you and just says, Oh, you know, we really have to stop meeting like this. <laughs> and I think that's a good spot ah. for us to call this oh. one for now.
1: Wow, 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 I hate wow. Strahd, he's mean. Hey, I determined that. Good, good is stored in the ass, and that's why Strahd's got pink. and that's why he's like yeah. that. yep. that's so The bigger true. the
3: ass, the closer to God. If you
1: ever cast a spe- the spell like Detect Good and Evil, all you really doing is look at someone's ass and determining how big their ass is. Yeah, that's sense. true.
3: That's true. That's science.
1: Thank you for
0: coming to my TED Talk. Well, y'all, thank you so much today. That was... No
3: very fun thank you so many things are happening
4: it, it was so scary <laughs>
3: <laughs> he is simply too scary well, i'm
0: glad you guys are liking it we're getting like very close Ooh. here we're actually moving at about the pace i was thinking so i mean we'll see what next happens. Se- next session y'all not you know the like next three episode. more episodes give or take like three more episodes might yeah give wow. or take it might be the end of this
4: yeah no no I, I love these situations like this that it's not necessarily just straight up like all right, here's the compound encounter. I I drew a grid. It's like no, it's the entire town. Yeah. what's uh, <laughs> happening? Your choices are gonna get yeah, and there's no like right answer. I don't I don't really know what the book says. Uh, and after reading a few uh, d and books recently, sometimes they just don't say. Uh, so it is nope, kind of <laughs> it is sort of interesting the idea of like if your players have good ideas, do it. It's like well, what's the negatives here? Uh, but this is definitely a juicy encounter that
0: I would be. Uh, excited to see how other people run it or yeah. if
4: this even exists in the book
0: yeah uh, in a way it does and we can talk about it you know at yeah, the I mean, end I feel it's... like
3: we should almost do like a uh, not a debrief but something after to be like okay like postmortem like, like yeah, a retrospective like what, was, what was different like what did we do different that you weren't planning for like what was in the right. book that you tweaked like I think that might the be whole fun thing to talk Like about us actually.
4: doing about World, I'm sure there's a million
0: uh, hoops you're having to jump
3: yeah. through and stuff like that to, to make it
0: fit yes and no um, one of the th- and you kind of you hit the nail on the head there of you know, sometimes players have wacky ideas That's one of my favorite parts about dungeon world where one of the big Mantras of it is you draw maps and you leave blanks right now. You guys know there's a big town that's on fire yeah. You know you you stare zombies going around I mean if you have like when Rockstar was trying to move the fire out you have a good idea where you want to put it. Let's hear it. Yeah. Because you know, there might be something that I'm not thinking of that's right. also an equally valid and good idea. So you can
3: like create the situation together, like exactly. GM and player.
0: That's good. Yeah. I love it. But y'all, thank you so much for listening today. If you want to listen to more great Geekly Ink podcasts, you could go check out Greetings Adventures or Dear Internet or Inks and Issues or Transformation Sequence, Review. To Welcome to St. Paxton. <sighs> <sighs> I know I'm missing a couple. There's so many good ones out there, and they're they're, they're all good.
1: I have I have two plugs. Okay. One, if you're looking for an accountant, <laughs> my wife is available to uh, do your taxes. Okay. Molly's great. Find her at uh, on Twitter at uh, MollyMM9. Yes. Also, she's on a new podcast called Sex with Ghosts, which she does with one yeah. of her close friends from home.
3: I need to listen to that. That seems really it, it looks exactly in my wheelhouse. I'm going to go, actually, it's I'm going to go subscribe it's, right it's now. It's very,
1: like... For the most part, very low key, like conspiracy theory discussion. That's
5: so. That, it's I mean, it's, it's very mellow and fun. Right now. I'm not going
1: to say it's not political because everything is because now. They're, they're well, yeah, very, they're very political. open about it, but it's 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 kind of like it's not like who killed JFK. It's like right. it's who killed RFK. Ha.
0: Okay. Uh, they talked about blue people, yeah. not in this most uh, yeah. recent episode, but the episode before that, yeah. uh, which I did not know was a thing, and it was
1: fascinating. Whole, the whole free Britney thing. Yeah. Christ- Christina Aguilera, body doubles.
3: Bro, I am so excited about listening to this. Molly, we're plugging your podcast.
1: Molly, come here and say something positive about your hey, podcast.
3: Thank you very much.
1: I appreciate
5: it. Hi, hi Molly. <laughs> <laughs> say, Molly,
1: say, like say, say something about your podcast. Molly. Uh, I don't
5: know what to say.
1: <laughs> Molly does all of the work for it and her good friend Bridget, who we love, uh makes jokes.
4: Good. Hell Sick. Yeah. That's that's the bet that that's usually what I do. I be- I find someone to do all the work and then just be funny. the perfect <laughs> situation.
0: <laughs> well, if you want to find the rest of us on Twitter, you can find me at JWScalf.
4: You can find me at Tim Lanning. I'm at Jennifer Cheat. I'm at Matthew M. Morris.
0: I'm at Punk twelve ninety. I'm at Undead Carrie. Well Thank you all once again. And until next time.
3: Into Strahd world, everybody right. just be thinking about that All in the right. background. strahd
1: has got a wet ass bussy. Just, just humming <laughs> it as I walk along the street.
5: Wet ass pancake <laughs> ass. <laughs>